Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Arbonne International. Arbonne is the only nutrition and skincare line that my team and I recommend because of their high quality, pure, safe, beneficial commitment to our health. They never use artificial ingredients. And after a year of researching a line I would feel comfortable recommending to anyone, this is emphatically it. Not only do they make the best tasting protein powder I have ever had, it's 100% vegan plant-based yet has all of the essential amino acids we need protein to have. That along with their other products are a part of my daily routine and should be a part of yours too. Check out www.disruptyournutrition.com slash Arbonne product page for more information. Well, hey, Diet Disruptors. Carrie here, and I am thrilled to be coming at you with our fourth episode. So up until now, you have learned a little bit about me. We've talked a bit about why diets fail, and we're going to get into that more in some upcoming episodes. But we've also talked about what it means to be a diet disruptor. And so I hope that you've been able to identify yourself as someone who really starts to understand that food is fuel and that our worth is not in the scale and that to get to our optimal health, we need to be doing certain things consistently to build trust with our body. And when we are at our optimal health, we'll get to our optimal weight. But ladies out there, I want you to be done thinking that your day, whether it's good or bad, is dependent on that number on the scale. And I know that there is so much confusing information out there, which is why I put this podcast together. But that is what we're going to dig into today. So what I'm going to do is actually give you a foolproof litmus test that is going to be able to tell you if the nutritional approach that you are doing or that you're thinking about doing is right for you. So let's see today if your nutritional approach passes the test. So to be honest, as I'm recording this, we're still in the middle of quarantine and sheltering in place. We live in the Northeast right near New York City So as many of you know, that is the epicenter of so many of the issues that are going on right now. So we don't have a lot of freedoms right now. And as a result, we've started binge watching certain shows. 
We did get into Love is Blind, which I thought, oh, it's just terrible. But then my husband and I couldn't stop watching it. (laughs) We got kind of obsessed with who was going to marry who and if they were going to go through with it. But another show that my family and I have been obsessed with, with the kids, is the show Lost. Now, I know, I know that that show has been around for like 15 years. And Peter and I were crazed with it when it first came out. But now that our girls are teenagers, and since as I record this, like I said, we're homebound, we decided to introduce our kids to that phenomenon that is lost. And as I was re-watching it, I was reminded how important it is to be able to fish. It was funny. Jin, if you watched the show, you'll remember the man from Korea who couldn't speak English. He proved to be a huge asset because he could fish. It meant he could sustain himself and others for as long as they were on the island with food. And as a result, he was a very important member of the team. Now, I'm also a fan of fishing, but not fishing the way you think, the way Jin fishes. But I'm a fan of teaching people how to fish. Have you heard the saying, if you teach a person how to fish, they can eat for a lifetime? By not showing others how to fish, Jin secured the role of an essential employee on an island, but it didn't help others who really needed to learn that skill too. Everyone relied on him to feed them. And, of course, John Locke, who seemed to know how to do everything about everything. But anyway, my coaching approach is always about teaching people how to fish. In fact, in our membership group, which includes clients who are in our four weeks to wellness lifestyle launch, as well as those who are living the lifestyle, are used to my little emojis of the fish on a fishing pole when people ask certain questions. Sure, I can give all the answers. But if I coach you to find the answers, and then I check to make sure that you're on the right path, I am teaching you how to fish. And then you need me less and less. Which is important because the less you need me and can live this lifestyle effectively, the more I know it has truly become just that, a lifestyle. So today, I'm going to give you some tools to start to learn how to fish. One of the things I hear from my followers before they learn our approach is that there are so many confusing things out there about what to do, what diet works, what the research says, what not to do, what to eat, and what not to eat, etc. And I get it. I get it because I felt that way too. I get it because I hear it from folks every single day. One minute you should be eating eggs. The next minute eggs are bad for you. Eat low carb. Eat no carb. Low fat is good. No, wait. Low fat is really bad. Fat is good, but some fat is bad. Fasting is where it's at. No, don't fast. But don't eat at night or early in the morning. You have to carb up after a big workout. No, don't carb up. Eat peanut butter instead. Make sure you have a protein shake after you work out. Water cleanse, juice cleanse, don't eat fruit. Well, eat some fruit. Oh my gosh. I call it nutritional whiplash because that's what it is. Whiplash. 
It feels like you're in a tornado, right? Sucked and thrown around, not knowing what direction to turn or what to believe. A couple months ago, I saw an actual argument going on for days between Dr. Oz and Mark Wahlberg about their nutritional advice. Which, by the way, I agreed with Marky Mark and was super frustrated with Dr. Oz because he pointedly contradicted himself from another show he did, advocating for the exact thing that Marky Mark was arguing for. But anyway, see what I mean? It's whiplash. And it's ridiculous because the solution is actually really simple. I have said this before and I will say it all day long. The solution is simple. It's sustainable. And it's satisfying. The confusion stemmed from the multi-billion dollar diet industry hoping that you will be confused. Because when you're confused, you can be easily convinced. And when you're easily convinced, you will buy solutions that make sense in the moment. And when that doesn't work and you get confused again and frustrated with yourself, you will listen to another solution that sounds convincing and then spend your money over and over again. Well, that all ends today because I'm going to teach you how to ensure that any nutritional program you choose is right, sound, and appropriate. I'm going to teach you how to fish. So we know what works, and we have enough long-term evidence to understand that any of these trendy diets get hyped, not because it's what's best for you, but because, let's be honest, trendy things sell. And there are three things we have to be able to answer about our nutrition to determine if a certain program makes sense. It can't be about what's trendy. It's got to have something more substantial behind it. So I call these questions the nutritional litmus test. And if your next approach can pass the test, then go for it. The first question, is it based in science? So anything we have to do has to be based in science with proven results. Now, this one is actually pretty easy to answer yes to because anything that deprives us, like what happens with a diet, will automatically allow you to lose weight in the short term. It's basic science. When your body starts to go into starvation mode because you're depriving it from certain nutrients or calories, you will lose weight. If that's your goal, then just about any nutritional approach that requires you to deprive yourself will get points on this part of the test. Does it mean it's good for you? Heck no. I mean, I honestly, I was working out the other day on a virtual workout, and no lie, there was a guy on a water cleanse. A water cleanse. He was literally just drinking water for days. And guess what? He was losing weight. <laughs> well, no kidding. He was literally just drinking water. Of course he lost weight. That's basic science. But he was so weak during the workout that he had to modify every single lift. But he was down 20 pounds. This is me shaking my head here, you guys. You can't see me, but I am. So does it mean it's good for you just because it's based in science? Heck no. But it is the first part of the test because, goodness, if it's not based in science, 
you can just stop right there and look for something else. Okay, so now let's move on to question number two. Can you do it for the rest of your life? Well, we know the answer to that when it comes to the water cleanse. But let's talk about this with a more reasonably sounding approach. Our bodies thrive on consistency when it comes to many aspects of our lives. Think about it when it comes to our kids. They love and need routines. We need routines. Just this time in our life right now is showing us how badly we need routines. And our bodies need routines. Consistency over time builds trust. When our bodies can trust that we will give it what it needs, it will work for us in the way we want it to, leading us to our optimal health. However, when we do trendy diets that we can't do forever, we cause such chaos in our bodies and we struggle to build trust with it as a result. I mean, have you ever gone on a diet just to lose 10 pounds for a wedding to then ditch it and go right back after they said I do? Wasn't it amazing how quickly you were able to put the weight back on and then probably a few extra just for fun? That's because when you deprive your body, you automatically start to slow down your metabolism. Go back to episode two for more information about why this happens. But then when you eat again, your body, because it doesn't trust you, doesn't trust that you're going to consistently feed it. And so as a result, because you have slowed down your metabolism, you're going to hold on to that food. Hello, yo-yo dieting. For all those times you thought you just screwed up the diet and couldn't do it for the long term because of your willpower, I have news for you. That's just not true. Your body can only take deprivation practices for so long. Eventually, your body's going to give in because you have so many signals of need and that translates to cravings and you will give in because you have to. But also, just forget all that for a second. If you're in a plan where pizza, wine, or ice cream is considered a cheat meal and bad, then you're never going to be able to do that for the rest of your life because eventually you're going to want to have that dang bowl of ice cream. And whatever approach you do, it has to allow for those things without causing guilt, without causing you to feel bad about yourself and causing you to backslide. So let's be honest with yourself. If you're considering something like keto, which is just about no carbs and all protein and fat, and you think, yeah, I can give up carbs if I can have bacon forever. <laughs> and first of all, that's not a good idea either. But really, are you okay with never having birthday cake or a quesadilla? I mean, come on, be real. All right, let's move into question number three, because it really ties into what we're just talking about. Let's just review, though. Remember, question number one was, is it based in science? Number two is, can you do it for the rest of your life? And number three is, what I think is the most telling about the approach that you are looking to adopt. Would you let your kids do it? Wow, that's big, isn't it? I mean, think about it. Do you have a different meal than your kids do? Would you allow your kids to do the diets that you're subjecting your body to? I believe our children need to see us have a healthy relationship with food 
Food can't be off limits, nor can there be guilt associated with eating something that we enjoy once in a while. The key to being educated and to understanding what food will do for our body, the combinations of nutrients that will serve us for the long term and the short term, how much is too much, and how often we might indulge in it. But as soon as food is associated with restrictions and guilt, not only are we making it almost impossible for us to stick to, but we are truly at risk of sending potentially life-altering messages to our kids about food and their relationship with it. This is especially true for our girls. Any program we do has to align with what we would want for our kids. Eating healthy and balancing nutrients is important for everyone. And if you don't think counting calories, tracking points, eating no carb, or doing low fat is appropriate for your children, then I can guarantee it is not appropriate for you. The bad news is that most of the stuff you hear out there, and let's be honest, most of what you've been probably doing up until now, you have not been able to answer yes to all of those questions on this test. So you're probably thinking, all right, Carrie, well, that eliminates just about everything out there. So I assume your approach answers yes to all those questions? Yep, it does. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I promise we will get there. And if you want to get there faster, consider joining our free Facebook group, Diet Disruptor Squad, follow us on Instagram, or better yet, even check out our signature four weeks to wellness lifestyle launch. But remember, my goal today was to teach you how to fish. And now you can. You can stop following anything on social media that doesn't allow you to answer yes to all those questions. This is going to start to help you sort through the chaos, the trends, and cure you from that nutritional whiplash. So I can't wait to hear what you think. Be sure to not only subscribe to this podcast and leave a review, but Go to our show notes on our website and leave a comment about what you're taking from this episode and what more you want to hear. Go check us out on www.disruptyournutrition.com slash podcast. Thanks. Thanks.